Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, wearing a Pikes Peak sweatshirt. A crew neck sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Not even a hoodie. No. She's Dutch as a door. She's Ashley Pickle. Do you like hoodies? I do like hoodies, but I love crew neck sweatshirts. Man, I don't like crew neck sweatshirts. You I think don't? I'm done. I think I'm done. I love them. I have an unhealthy amount of crew neck sweatshirts, so and an, they're all gray. So you have an unhealthy. I have a gray weird. issue. I don't know why. I There's nothing that makes my heart happier than a gray crew neck sweatshirt. That is weird. Yeah. I'm not kidding. See, I, I don't genuinely know, love them. I don't always. And I always catch myself if, like, because I usually only get sweatshirts when we, like, go play. That's kind of my souvenir mm. of choice. Mm. I like sweatshirts because mm. I know I'll wear them. Mm. And I catch, I catch myself. I'm like, ooh, I really like that gray one. And I'm like, of course I like that gray one. Why do I like that gray one so That's much? strange. Have you ever been to Pikes Peak? No. It's really cool. I went to Colorado once. You've only been once? Yeah. Where I did you go? I haven't really been as an adult. We went skiing. I don't remember. I think I've pushed it out of my mind because skiing's bad. Yeah. We've talked about skiing before. We can talk about it again on the mailbag. Mailbag? Okay, yeah, because I've got some hot takes on Colorado, too. Okay, we'll have or some hot we'll have takes. Some, stay tuned for Colorado hot takes. It's just that Today I love it. That's my hot is take. Friday, January 6, 2023, 321 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne. And now it's time to play America's favorite game. Eddie Redmayne. What is he in? Older or younger? I don't Greg even Tepper. know who that is. He played. He won the uh, the Academy Award for Best Actor in The Theory of Everything. He played uh, a musical reference, but he was Marius and Les Mis. He's in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay, I haven't seen any of those. Okay. I'm going to go younger. Eddie Redmayne turns 41 today. Oh, darn it. Happy birthday to Eddie Redmayne. On today's show... You're like right at that age where it's hard to guess that. I, that's why this is a great game. Yeah, that's true. Because we're all, especially like all us white dudes, all blend together. Yeah. From about 32 until about 47. Yeah, until you start getting noticeably older. You look about the same. Same. Yep, that's yeah, fair. Very I'm fair. right in that sweet spot. 
uh, episode fifteen twenty on today's show, folks. We're going to give you a reading list for the weekend um, uh, about as we prepare Groups. for the national championship game for the frogs uh, on on Monday or on Monday evening. We want to give you a reading list for the weekend on how to get up to speed on the uh, the, the the frogs and the hypnotoad and all of that. So we will have that for you in the back half of the show. It is the um, celebrated and many would say long awaited return of helpful Honda mailbag. Yeah. So get your questions in high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get those comments in. We will answer as many as we can. Back half the show, although I think we have a meeting today. We do have a meeting. We gotta be out of here by twelve forty five. Okay. It's actually a meeting to prep for another meeting. Is it really? Yeah, it's the meeting prep. Oh, it's meeting. a pre meeting? Yeah, so I wrote a it in my calendar as like Dan and Jeremy meeting meeting. Like pre meeting oh, meeting. Not Dan and Jeremy. Dan and Jeremy are fine. Dan yeah. and Jeremy are our web guys. Not that's not a reference to them, it's just the the concept of a pre meeting. Yeah. Anyway. My parents asked me how work was going, like coming back for the week and I was like, That's good. We're right in that time where we're having meetings about all of our meetings. Yeah. And then you don't really discuss anything. Because you got to wait for the meeting. <laughs> Radical. <laughs> we first through the door. We sure do. It was Diana Johnson. Hey. I think that's Mama Ish. Oh, hi. Um, I could be wrong there. If you're not Mama Ish, then sorry. Um, Coach Terry Crawford. He said his wounds have been licked, so he's fine. Uh, Ed McElroy and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas I and was, lady fella. I was wearing my, um, my Abbott shirt this weekend. Solid. Created by culture. It's a good shirt. It is a good shirt. Anyway. I have a shirt. Anyway. All right, Pickle. We are T-minus four days until the biggest FBS college football game in Texas since 2010. And that is not really up for debate, considering it's the first time since uh, the Texas Longhorns lost to Alabama in the 2010 BCS National Championship, mm-hmm. I should say, that we uh, have a Texas team in the National Championship game as the TCU Horned Frogs will take on the number one team in the land, the defending reigning undisputed national champion, the undefeated Georgia Bulldogs. And I think that we, because of the the space that we occupy where we do cover 47, soon to be 48 college football teams across the state, in addition to all the high school football teams. We have a big mix of people who of different um, rooting interests. Mm-hmm. And so I'm here to tell you that if you have not paid a ton of attention to TCU until very, very, very recently, like Big 12 championship game recently or even after, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to hop on the bandwagon right now. Oh, yeah. I am giving you permission to hop on the bandwagon um, and, and get on board and, 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 and cheer for the Frogs. I was going to say, I think that the TCU fan base is open, like is one of the fan bases that's very open to bandwagon jumpers. Yeah. I think they. I think, I think there are some that would glare, yes. but TCU people are friendly. Yeah, I think so. So hop on board the bandwagon. And as a result, you may want to spend your weekend. I don't want to tell you how to spend your weekend, but you may want to spend your weekend. Kind of getting up to speed mm-hmm. on what makes these frogs... A little bit of studying. Uh, tick. What what they are all Throat. about. And so, thankfully, our college editor, Ishmael Johnson, and mm-hmm. our college insider, uh, Mike Craven, have compiled on TexasFootball.com a big 
Horn Frogs Hub, uh, where basically you can go through and read almost everything that mm-hmm. Mike Craven has written about TCU over the course of the season, especially over the course of this college football postseason run, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's called From Fort Worth to Los Angeles. You can find it on texasfootball.com. It's on the front page. And so I want to direct you to a couple of pieces that I think are particularly interesting. One of them is a podcast. So if you're in the listening form, mm-hmm. I want you to listen to the latest episode of Republic of Football. The Republic of Football um, is uh, episode 248. They have a complete and total stem to stern, rooter to tutor, eat the whole hog preview of the national championship game. We, we went through all of that to get to the word preview a comprehensive preview of the college football playoff national championship game um between tcu and, and georgia the republic of football our college football podcast ishmael johnson mike craven and mallory hartley break down the uh, tcu georgia game in in a big way so i want you to go check that out I also want you to go check out another story that uh, that Craven wrote, I want to say back in October, and it's about Quentin Johnston. Mm-hmm. Quentin Johnston is, of course, the star wide receiver for TCU, and he wrote it really when, when the hype train was starting to get going. I don't know when Quentin Johnston really broke onto the scene. I think the game that really caught everybody's eye was when they beat Kansas because mm-hmm. he had an insane game against Kansas. Yeah. He was he had he had two or three catches that were like shocking, and I think that's when everybody kind of woke up and was like, "Oh man, this Quentin Johnson guy's pretty darn good." That to me is really when people started paying attention. So if you go back at the the headline is Quentin Johnson uh, shunned spotlight in favor of team success, and it's uh, just basically a, a a feature on on Quentin Johnston, who of course is a Temple product, uh, and and how he got to uh, this point. So I hope you will go and read uh, that article uh, from there from them. It was back yeah, which in is October. cool for a, uh, yeah. a Texas high school football fans too. Yes, exactly right. So it's got that kind of crossover between between then and and now. More recently, specifically today, mm-hmm. Craven posted a story about TCU defensive coordinator Joe Gillespie. Joe Gillespie, uh, and it kind of talks about they run. We've talked about this before. They run a bit of an not an odd scheme because other teams do use it, but certainly a scheme that is not the norm in college football. They run the, they run the 3-3-5 or in many respects kind of closer to a 3-2-6 in the sense three down linemen, three or two linebackers, and then five to six defensive backs. So they load up on that. And you don't need to be a rocket scientist to understand the advantages and disadvantages of that. You're going to have less beef, but you're going to have more speed. And But the story that Craven wrote today is about Joe Gillespie and how his high school football roots really helped to shape him into the defensive mind that he is. Because Joe Gillespie was a guy who, uh, you know, uh, was uh, at Stephenville for a while. Um, he was a guy who had who has that career uh, at at the high school level. He was seven, he was uh, the head coach at Stephenville mm-hmm. uh, for seven seasons. Uh, he won a state championship there. Um, this is a guy who was an, assi- an assistant long before then, but essentially he credits a lot of his high school roots for making him the defensive coordinator that he is today, which is there is certainly a level of crazy guy in a fight 
about TCU's defense, you never really know where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think that that the high school football ranks really shaped what Joe Gillespie uh, was able to, uh, what he's been able to accomplish. So I hope you'll go check that out. That's another piece that I think you should check out. Another one, there's a bunch of really good ones. Um, There's a a story that that, that, um, Craven wrote about... um, this was back, uh, I believe, right before the national championship game. Um, back in late December, he wrote about Sonny Dykes and his relationship with his father, Spike. Of course, Spike, the former beloved head coach at Texas. Oh, before Tech. the semifinal? Before the semifinal. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Before the semifinal. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, before the semifinal. Uh, of course, Spike Dykes, the, 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 the late beloved head coach at Texas Tech, and in a lot like it's a really good reflection on Spike on on Sonny Dykes and and his relationship with his father and how his father helped to shape him. Speaking of Sonny Dykes, um, I do want you to go uh, listen to uh, what day was this? Let me look this up. But in the middle of the season when they were hot, um, TCU uh, he listened to um, uh, or, or it, what was it? It was three months ago, October fifth. Sonny Dykes joined the boys on Republic of Football, the boys mm-hmm. and the girl on Republic of Football. And um, so you can go listen to his interview there back in, in October. I want you to go check that out. And then finally, one other piece I want you to read. And there's a bunch of them. You can find them on, on our uh, from Fort Worth to Los Angeles hub on TexasFootball.com. But one of them is about Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Travis Hodges Tomlinson uh, coming into the year was a known commodity, a guy that we thought was going to be a star and has only blossomed from there. And back in November... Uh, I believe leading into the Big 12 championship game, Craven sat down with Travis Hodges Tomlinson and wrote this story about his past. He's the nephew of Ladanian Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Thorpe Award, uh, I believe he was a Thorpe Award winner. Um, and this is a guy who kind of talks about his relationship with his with his his uncle uh, Ladanian, but also just about carving his own path. Mm-hmm. If you want to look for like a real star on this TCU defense, Travis Hodges Tomlinson is that guy. And so I hope you'll go read that and, and go check out the the entire um, the entire uh, you know hub page that we've put together there. It's called From Fort Worth to Los Angeles on TexasFootball.com. We've got a lot of great pieces, kind of over the course of the season, uh, kind of charting TCU's path. There's a great piece on Garrett Riley, the offense coordinator, who's a former mule shoe guy. Um, this and the other. So we hope you'll check that out there at TexasFootball.com. It's called From Fort Worth to Dallas, or Fort Worth to Los Angeles, rather. It's, Fort Worth to Dallas wouldn't be a very long trip. Fort Worth nope. to Los Angeles, our, <laughs> uh, our TCU National Championship hub page. And of course, we'll have a big old preview of the title game coming up on Monday. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. And now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. 
It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. And now, Ashley, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 Ridgeline. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. That's right. Go to ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Get you one of them rugged and reliable Ridgelines. That's right. Rugged and reliable like Matt's step. Like Matt's Um, Okay. You had a hot. Get your questions in high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll go for about 10 to 15 minutes here. Before we get into that, though, actually, mm-hmm. you said you had some hot Colorado takes. Oh, I, I really don't. I just love Colorado. You just love Colorado. Yeah. I guess if I, wanted a, if I wanted a take on that, I guess if you know me, you know how much I cannot stand cold weather. Yeah, I genuinely weird. think that if there was one place I could move to that I would put up with the cold weather, I think it would be Colorado. Why? Because it's not awfully cold all the time. Like, that's my biggest thing about moving anywhere up north. You never get really any sort of warmth. Mm-hmm. And the snow is, like, ridiculous, ridiculous. Like, at least Colorado is pretty. Like, you'll get snow, Mm -hmm. but it's still pretty because there's mountains everywhere. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't want to go up to, no offense to, like, Minnesota or anything like that. Because, I I mean, it's pretty up there, too. But even, I mean, heck, like, the Northeast, it's like, okay, you're going to deal with snow, and then you're going to go out and see New Jersey, you know? It's yeah. not pretty. Yeah. Colorado is really pretty. Okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, counterpoint, it's also super cold. Yeah, but it's not as and cold. And skiing's dumb. So I need to go skiing again because I've only been skiing, snow skiing once. I was in like junior high or early high school, I think. But my issue was I grew up water skiing. When you grow up water skiing, you lean back. Mm-hmm. When you snow ski, mm-hmm. you lean forward. So after having years of water skiing ingrained to my brain, the idea I would get up on the skis yeah. and I would go back because that's what you do, yeah. and I would fall every single time. Much rather go water skiing than snow skiing. Yes, I love to water ski. Yeah, I think water skiing would be fun, but not snow skiing. I'm done. I'm done with snow skiing for the rest of my life. Did how? What happened? Nothing happened. It's just like it is cold it's a combination of all of the things that i don't like (laughs) it's cold yes it's a lot of work for very little payoff in my opinion like getting to the top of the hill and all with all the equipment and stuff like that 
for then like a couple of minutes down. It's like, like it's just a lot of work. It's also as I become an adult, very expensive. Yes. Very expensive. It is very. I'm not expensive. into rich people stuff. No. Huh. Leave that for the leave that for Elon Musk. He can do that. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to go. I, I will agree. Not into with, the rich people stuff. With that. I mean, I barely play golf. Golf's about the closest thing I'll, I'll get to a rich people sport. So. I like golf. Yeah. Well. But it's warm. You're bougie. I'm not bougie. Hmm. Many people are saying. Do we have any questions from the people? Um. Yes. In y'all's opinion, who is most likely next year's quarterback at TCU? Yeah, so it's an interesting question. Um, it's weird to think about Max Duggan. Does he yeah, still have another year? Uh, he does, but he is not. Uh, but he is. He has. He has announced that he's going for the. Uh, he's going to the NFL draft. Oh, okay. Uh, so he is. He was not. He's not coming back. Um, the backup right now, technically, is Chandler Morris. Um, and so Chandler Morris could be the could be the answer. They could also go into the portal. Um, that's another another thing that they could they, they could do now. If you remember coming into the year, there was like a real like there was like a real question of who like is Chandler Morris going to usurp Max Duggan, which seems crazy now. Um, but this is um, but and if you remember actually. I would need to look this up. I think Chandler Moore started week one. He did. There you go. Now. Yeah, he was named the starter at the beginning of the year. That's right. He was the starter. Max Duggan came in and obviously went to New York as a Heisman final, a Heisman runner-up. But I'd say right now it's going to be Chandler Morris. Chandler Morris is probably going to be that guy. It sounds like the reports that we're hearing and the people that we're talking to that he's not leaving – Probably because, like, look, he already won the job once, and the mm-hmm. guy that took that took the job from him took the job. He kind of got it. He, he got nicked up. Uh, but the guy who took the job from him is leaving. Is leaving. I think it's going to be Chandler Morris. Mm-hmm. You can never, although you can never count out a portal guy. Mm-hmm. You can never count out a portal guy. Morris is a portal guy. Um, we'll see. I would say right now, Chandler Morris is probably the starter next year. Um, but that is certainly Chicken Express a, has a pizza. I'm sorry. We anyway. Let me let me wrap up the, the TCU quarterback conversation for a moment, and then we can do that. Um, I think it'll be Chandler Morris. I think he'll be the starter next year. What What's next, Pickle? What are your thoughts on the new Chicken Express pizza? Fake news. There's no way that's real. This is the first I'm hearing about it, but my initial reaction is there's no way that's real. I'm, I'm googling Chicken Express pizza. I'm not seeing anything, folks. What do you What are you guys talking talk about? There's no chicken. What's? Uh, I don't know what a Chicken Express pizza is. Stop. Stop. I'm I'm looking on Twitter now. Chicken Express pizza. Yeah, I don't see anything, guys. You like? Darn the, it! You, you guys, uh, you're fake news. Who is that? Who said that? Derek Del Rio. Yeah, you know what, Derek? You're fake news. You're fake news. Don't get our hopes up. Don't combine two of our favorite things. He said it's supposed to drop on February 29th. Yeah, how many days are in February? Gosh darn it. Well, next year. <laughs> Boo. That was not nice. What's next, Pickle? How many national championships has the state of Texas taken home from all schools? Oh, jeez. 
Um, I do so we're talking all divisions too. Like, are we talking mm, all like only? F- I'm assuming FBS. Okay. It's gonna be. T- we're gonna have to actually put in some work to figure out how many in total for all of them. Right. Um, but so, FBS is probably Google. So, if, in case you don't know, there is some. There is before the BCS when the BCS came around, the idea was it's going to be one true champion because beforehand it was kind of like a free for all of like there wasn't really a national champion. It was kind of like who was ranked number one or which like services declared them as the national champions, stuff like that. The but like when the BCS came around in 1998. The idea was, okay, we will have a confirmed national champion. Mm-hmm. But even that didn't change it. Because in 1998, Ohio State was named national champion by the... Who is that? Um, I have no idea. Ohio State won like a share of the national championship because there was some, there was some you know, uh, um, outlet that declared them as the national champions. Um, I think it was Sagarin. The Sagarin ratings had them as the number one champ, number one team. So they were the national champion, like declared. Yeah. Um, well, because that's always the big thing about the big argument about A and M's yeah. championship is because they it, at that point it's basically like self declared. It's kind of like you, yeah, you can kind of I mean, you can kind of grab them wherever you want. And say mm-hmm. no, you know, like in you know, like nineteen nineteen. Okay, nineteen nineteen is one of the championships that A and M claims. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are also four other teams that claim a national championship mm-hmm. that year. Center College claims championship, Harvard, Illinois, and Notre Dame. Yeah. All true. So that is the that's the real rub here. But if you're if if you're looking for an answer to the question, you want to keep track of for me? Okay. Texas has nine. Oh here, let me put Write this that down. down. I'll calculate it on my calculator. Texas has nine. Nine. SMU has three. Three. TCU has three. Three. A&M is three. This is by major selectors, by the way. Okay. Counting. Um, and that's all. 18. 18. So the answer is 18. The answer is 18. That's by major selectors. That's not f- by some fly-by-night, you know, tepper.blogspot.com mm-hmm. says that, you know, actually, you know, Houston won the national championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that is... That's the strange thing. I don't know. That's that's kind of the the, the situation. Yeah, in order to like, I I would personally say once BCS rolled around that in nineteen ninety eight, then we should have like that. Like if you win the, the BCS cutoff. national championship, we can certainly argue as to whether or not like the BCS was perfect as far as selecting the two right. teams. Right, but it but, definitely we're not having five teams listed as the national champions. Like yes. it specifically says one name. Yes, absolutely, that's exactly right. Although that hasn't stopped them because there are. Um, in 2003, three different teams claim a national championship: LSU, USC, and Oklahoma. So, sure, <laughs> it's, a, it's a dumb sport, guys. It's a great sport. It's a dumb sport. Mm-hmm. What else? If you won the lottery, what are you doing with the money? I'm investing. So, buying properties. <laughs> I've actually, I actually, it's not quite a book, but it was like a very lengthy, lengthy article. Uh-huh. I would call it about this. About what to do if you win the lottery. Are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. First things first. You don't tell anybody. Yes. 
Like if you want to tell your spouse, mm-hmm. you can tell them, but that's it. You don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. The second thing that you do is you go to a law firm. Yes. You go, you drive <laughs> there, drive there in person. You ask to speak to a partner. You don't ask to speak to an associate. You ask to speak to a partner. You tell them the situation because you need legal protection from them. Um, and, and get all your ducks in a row, stuff like that. Um, I would probably, there's a reasonable like argument to be made of, do you take the installment or do you take the lump sum? Yeah. Um, I would probably. Depends on how much you trust the banking system. (laughs) I would probably take the lump sum. You typically get more money if you take. I think if you I you get you, yeah because then you don't have then, to because if not it's a whole taxable yes, thing if you correct. do it in lump sum so the taxes are going to be insane correct. yeah because you pay the tax all the taxes yeah. all at once um, I would probably take the lump sum and then I would probably like put it in a shoebox under your bed that's exactly I'll put it under my mattress <laughs> and sleep on a big pile of money, money. <laughs> um, at that point what you you know what I would do is I would I would probably take about. 10% of the money, 15% of the money, and I would give it to, like, family and, 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 and very close friends and, and, and set them up, right? Um, you know, obviously, I'd, I'd probably set up a trust for my kids mm-hmm. and stuff to make sure that they're set away. Um, I'd take, I'd be real boring with it. I'd probably take yep. 75% of it, 60, 60% of it, and, like, go and probably just put it in, like, an index fund and just, like, have it just grow, right? Mm-hmm get like a you know an, an i bond or something and just take the nine percent yeah and, and let it go but here's the real answer this is what everybody's waiting for right whatever what the real crux of the answer is is i would take five percent of whatever i i made mm-hmm. and i'd be like i can do whatever i want with that yeah i was just gonna say I that's do, the so if i want to if i want a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. let's just say like like net i got a hundred yeah. million dollars I would take five million dollars, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I can do a, I can have a five million dollar party, like or do whatever I want with, want it. with it. If I want to buy a stupid car, I can buy a stupid car. Yeah, I was going to say or a boat. If I, w- I would take a yeah. Everyone wants to know what you would get. It's like yeah, you, the house, mm-hmm. upgrade the car, and then I don't think I don't something. think I see. That's a thing. So. I I need to update upgrade my car. So you're familiar so. with Dave Grohl. <laughs> Dave Grohl is the guitarist for the Foo Fighters. He's yes. the guitarist for Nirvana. He's very, very rich. Mm-hmm. He's also just lives like a normal dude. Like yep. He has like a normal house and like stuff, and he just doesn't spend any of the money. I think I would do that. Mm-hmm. I think what I would do is like, I'd like pay off my current house, mm-hmm. and like, I'd probably like, maybe I'd get a, a little bit of a nicer car, but like yeah. I wouldn't get something crazy. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean it would. Be... I wouldn't get like a Maserati. No, 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 no. It what would I w- be like, oh yeah, I can get me, the Mercedes that I've me, always dreamt of having. You know, the advantage of winning the lottery would be that a I'm not going to work anymore. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> here. I'm done. This is the last episode. Um, I don't have to work anymore, so I have more time. And then with that time, I would go do more things. Mm-hmm. Like I would. I would have experiences. I would go travel. I would do that. If you're talking, if you want to talk about like something I would actually buy, like a big ticket item, I might buy a jet simply because <laughs> you can travel. I can just travel whenever I want to, you know, wherever I want and be yeah. in control of that. That would be like a big ticket item that I would look into. So, yeah, um, yeah that's, that's it. 
I, w- uh, I would. I would invest in a couple of different properties. Yeah, I, like, like I said, I'd be real boring. Do a couple, get a couple of condos here and there of places that I really like to visit, and just rent them out the yeah. rest of the year. That yeah. would to properties, me, and yeah, then I would me, invest. Actually, invest to me. Do what, some what would happen is that, like, like I would just if I just suddenly came into a lot of money, I think I'd live a lot of the same life, but like the margins would just be like a lot more fun. Like I'd yeah. be like. Like, like instead of doing a frozen pizza, I might order pizza. You know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't think I would go out there and be like, I am going to open a restaurant. Well, no. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, like instead of going down to Port Aransas for a family beach vacation, maybe you go to Key West. You know, like nothing, nothing crazy. Someone said you should buy a minivan. (laughs) You could finally. I mean, you'd have minivan money. I would have minivan money. And you can do it to where it's not your normal car. You just take no, it on the you know trips what? that you yeah, go on. I don't know. Yeah, because like I would, what I would try to do, because I'm still, I'm still the son of a banker. I'm still a miser. Um, I'd probably like figure out like, is it better to rent a minivan every time, or is it better to like get a minivan and a storage unit? Yeah, you know what I mean. And be like, oh, I'm just gonna park that over there and got my bonus minivan. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. My money minivans are dope. All right, let's do two more. Um, we'll end with that one. Let's see. Favorite all-time sports moment, strictly as a fan, nothing where you were credentialed media? I've got two. Okay. Both came within about five years of one another. Um, the first, I presume he means like you're at the game. So he's saying not credentialed media. Yeah, right? so in person. Because like mm-hmm. obviously like... Um, you know, I, I wasn't at like, well, uh, for example, like when I lived in Atlanta in 19, like, I lived in Atlanta in 1995 when the Braves won the World Series and like, I wasn't at game six when they won the World Series, but like, that was a super cool moment that, yeah. I, that I have very vivid memories of. And like watching sports on TV, like I remember Joe Carter's home run to win the 1993 World Series. Like I remember that, like that being like a formative moment for me. But if you're talking about being there, there's two. One, 2007, uh, Missouri and Kansas at Arrowhead Stadium. Number three versus number two, and number one had already lost. So weird that day. I want to say LSU. Oh, how times have I changed. I want to say LSU was number one, and mm-hmm. they had lost. And so the winner of that game as a night game at Arrowhead Stadium was going to be uh, the cha- was going to be the. Uh, That's cool. They the played number, at Arrowhead. The number one team. Yeah, they played at Arrowhead, and um, I spent way too much money on a ticket for a college kid. And um, and when they when when uh, Mizzou was up thirty six twenty it was a final I want to say um, Mizzou was up six with Mizzou was up six with like less than a minute to go and they punted it and backed Kansas up to like their own two and Mizzou got a safety to seal the game basically. Mm-hmm. That safety is probably like one of my favorite moments. That's awesome. There's that, and then the other one is uh, 2011 ALCS game two. Game two, uh, Nelson Cruz walk off grand slam mm-hmm. for the Rangers. That's that's uh, that was. It's also <laughs> extremely intoxicating. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. It's an awesome moment. Anyway, what about you? Yeah, it's hard with the if if I'm gonna put a game that I was at that I'll never forget, it probably has to be 
North Texas and UTSA in 2017 mm-hmm. when Mason Fine yeah. led them down crazy game. with a, we called it the drive is mm-hmm. what it's been known as. There's even a poster that I have made of it. Um, but 98 yards with, or 97 yards with a minute and eight seconds left mm-hmm. to beat UTSA and they went down and it was stinking awesome yeah Jalen Guyton had the route and he wasn't even supposed to be like the number one intended receiver but he ran an unbelievable post route and we lost our minds yep. I was on the sideline for that one uh emceeing well shoot I guess I was credentialed for that but it, uh, I was whatever. an MC. it wasn't it's like an actual covered yeah. media thing you were there as, you were not there as neutral media yeah. yeah um if I had to be yeah but if I had to pick one in person that's that's probably been the best in person one if I had to pick one that like I wasn't there I will never forget when Texas won the national championship in 05 because mm. I wasn't super old obviously at that point but I will never forget my dad shot up and he picked up my mom and they were screaming they were so excited um, so that was that one was really cool to watch you got an ender? I do Tepper and Pickle High School are built what are the mm. colors mascot and fight song? but we gotta do each other oh alright Pickle High School is obviously green yes <laughs> Pickle High School is obviously... The mascot easy. seems pretty easy, too. No, <laughs> no it's not. Gherkin. <laughs> the pears. That's so dumb. The pickle pears. No. <laughs> this is a Kermit the Frog situation. Pickle pears. Awful. Or pickle... Yeah. The pickle... You're not going to be the pickle pickles. Like, I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah. Gherkins, maybe... But like that also implies like small, yeah, and 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 this needs to be a mighty mascot, right? So Pickle High School is green, and you're the cucumbers. cucumbers. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Or peppers. No. The pickle peppers. No. I was gonna use the pepper for you. <laughs> Gosh darn it! They can play each other in the pepper bowl. Yeah. <laughs> great. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're the cucumbers. That's it. Yeah, I was going to say yours... The fight song is like the Vlasic thing. <laughs> um, I was going to say that yours was the uh, the Tepper Peppers. Yeah. And your colors would be red, because it would be yeah. a red pepper. Um, and I don't know what the... Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just blaring in the background. That'd be dope. But yeah, the red Tepper Peppers. Love it. That's a fantastic first off-season edition of <laughs> Mailback Friday. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little, your, little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday for a national championship preview on Texas Football Today. 